With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey, it's Will Friedell. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need! We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Welcome in. It is I Want Your Flex. Get Mike Harmon at Swollen Dome. Back from the Philippines. Ryan Bershinger as the gang is back together. Find him on Twitter at Ryan Bershinger, and you can hit me up at Dan Byer on Fox. Well, guys, 15 down, three to go. Uh, many leagues had playoffs this week, and the Eagle Seahawks Monday Nighter uh, sure brought some fantasy value to the uh, table because there was uh, probably some Jalen Hurts plays. You know, there were some DeAndre Swift plays. You're playing the Eagles wide receivers. And you're even hoping that maybe some of the Seahawks receivers, even with uh, Drew Locke, Mike at quarterback, could have some luck. Uh, I know the fantasy fruitfulness of what they had in Seattle on Monday night wasn't there for everyone, but there still were points to be had by some of the bigger names. Yeah, I mean, you still found uh, your way to the end zone. Uh, you know, obviously the, the big play to JSN to close it out had great ramifications. A lot of close games across the fantasy land i know smith and i were on air doing our show and we we own co-owned two teams in these leagues our guy michael fabiano runs and one of them is the dynasty one and that's the one jason's taking the 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 heavy lifting on and after a complete teardown in the playoffs ended up winning by half a point wow catch (laughs) 
Jeez. So literally, it's like they go to review, and he's like, he's got the second foot down. Don't can't tell me they can reverse this. Don't you dare! Don't you? I'm like, it's it stands. Calm down. <laughs> but it's like so that point five hey. five point victory, baby. After after what happened to Calvin Ridley on uh, Sunday, oh, yeah. night, you never know what's going to happen. Well, I uh, mean, or if you're a Justin Fields owner and you have say either a hail mary that should be caught <laughs> or you have a first quarter touchdown to your tight end who flat out drops it down i mean like there's a lot, lots of those left on the field each and every week javante williams i'm still looking for my six points from my guillotine start of him so i don't feel so bad uh about the decisions that i made uh based on projections and looking at the uh re- trying to read the tea leaves but you know from coming out of this game obviously there's a lot broken from the Eagles' offensive side of things. You know, Jalen Hurts in his postgame even talking about commitment and questioning commitment. When asked what he meant by that, he goes, I don't have a dictionary here. Like, all right, that's going to be good for morale. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) And Matt Patricia, did anybody ask him why the safety wasn't back there on the – but, you know, hey, uh, whatever. 143 yards passing, two picks – the two rushing touchdowns and and 82 yards. Look, he might have had a third uh, rushing touchdown if you didn't have that uh, idiotic call on Kelsey. The guy's been moving the ball for a decade. But, you know, here we are, points of emphasis this year, guys, uh, because we saw that in the Denver game as well. But, you know, not to belabor that point. Uh, But former Denver quarterback Drew Locke, I actually spoke it into existence. I did a big thing about finding your destiny and winning and going 1-0 uh, during the day, right? But right as he took the ball uh, with a, what was it, a minute 52 left and nearly doubled his passing yards. It was good to see Kenneth Walker, or the third, the third, uh, running with positive uh, force once again. Because, you know, for fantasy purposes, Charbonnet had taken a little bit from the snap count and, and Walker hadn't been the same guy. So if you played him, uh, you got rewarded for that. And uh, outside of that, touchdown pass. I mean, it was 29 of his 48 yards uh, on the night for yeah. JSN. Uh, yeah, tough tough night. I mean, Metcalf comes down. It's 12.8 in PPR leagues, which is serviceable but not overwhelming on the other side. Obviously mentioned Hertz's yardage. So, you know, the three receivers you would have thought had some juice had nothing. Goddard was active early, finished with just four for 30, and then Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown were non-factors. Burst, you had a couple leagues that came down to the end. One was with the JSN catch as well, right? Yes. So uh, in my main league, I was watching uh, what was going on in one of the playoff matchups. And yeah, uh, uh, one team had JSN, the other had AJ Brown coming into tonight, and they were going back and forth. Uh, On that final drive, JSN caught uh, a pass prior to that on that drive, putting, putting him up by a half a point. And then there was the touchdown catch. So, uh, yeah, that game was entirely <laughs> determined by that final drive. It was just wild. But on the flip side of it, uh, one of my friends who was also in that league was texting me about what happened to him in another one of his leagues. And that was uh, Jalen Hurts was his quarterback. And uh, he was going up against Kenneth Walker. Uh, and uh, Hurts's, uh interception at the very end of the game put him down a point to lose that game and be eliminated from the playoffs. It was it was such a bad decision by Hertz sure. to throw that pass. I mean, listen, I know it's I know it's December and it's not September, but Nathaniel Hackett was willing to kick a 
64-yarder in that one. <laughs> you didn't need 40 yards to chuck it downfield and hope that maybe A.J. Brown, who, by the way, I think we've learned right now if A.J. Brown isn't getting his, he's not going to be locked in at the end of the game. Sure. So why even attempt that? You just needed to get to the 40. They just needed 15 more yards, and that's all they needed. There was no there was no reason for that. There was no reason for the Hurts' previous interception uh, that, that Julian Love had. It was. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah. he threw it to Quez Watkins for one. Who, if you look at the route he takes, not exactly busted his ass to get down to the end zone. Yeah. On the deep ball, and then I mean, he got interfered with. Yes, a bit. absolutely. I mean, pretty yeah. pretty basic pass interference that gets. And and you're a Seahawks guy, and you got to admit, I mean, there's a lot of handsiness oh, going yeah, on for that sure. play. But again, you're Quez Watkins. You ain't getting a call. Uh, but it goes back, I, I guess, for fantasy purposes, guys. You know, you're looking at. Uh, Jalen Hurts with one touchdown pass his last three games. Mm-hmm. You got an offense that is uh, broken, and I know he gets his love on the ground. It's playoff time. It's winning time. I'm doing a little bit of hand-wringing here in, in terms of his his start on a week-to-week basis. Can't quit it, though. Like, you can't. Like, you're, like I've got you're A.J. Brown committed. in the league. Yeah, there's no way. Uh, and now I'm expecting they're going to try to make up for lost times or try to right this ship so they may overcompensate. You know, the Giants may be in for one on, uh, you know, coming up on, on Christmas Day. So that's that's how I'm looking at the Eagles situation right now. Well, is, you, you know my uh, my love of the schedule, right? The giant sandwich yeah. with a uh, taste like chicken Arizona Cardinals in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Giants, Cardinals, Giants. So they have three opportunities to, to get that passing game going. Um, DeAndre Swift. I... DeAndre Swift looks fine to me. It just they get to the one, mm-hmm. and then it's you know yeah you get no, you get no opportunity for any of the glory touches. Absolutely. I did think it was interesting they ran that end around though for the first time, like a different look from that. It was really wasn't even an end around. It was just to hand off the Smith around you sure. know left tackle. But I don't know if they're just trying to if they think that teams are going to catch on and trying to give them a different look and have to respect it, but. I actually thought it was a smart play for them to do. But, uh, yeah, a lot, you know, a lot happening. And, heck, even – I'll tell you what, even that even the Sunday night game for what you have for the, for the drama that we had, guys, of, you know, if you had Brandon McManus, he's missing kicks up the yin-yang. Yeah. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence off, you know, off beat. Uh, you know, Keaton Mitchell, uh, awful injury, mm-hmm. you know, for him, you're hoping. Uh, and I mentioned, the, you know, the Ridley touchdown earlier. Uh, that was ended up being called. These are this is the stuff that happens. This is the stuff that happens in fantasy playoff time that makes you remember it for years when there's certain calls. Because quite honestly, you know Jackson Smith and Jigbo will now be remembered by whoever won your fantasy league or lost your fantasy league just for that one play that he made on Monday night. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the members of my league who uh, the guy who lost to that JSN touchdown, uh, he's he's been going through it tonight, and he is he's messaging and he he reminded me that uh, the reason why he lost to me in a championship game years ago was because Deontay Johnson was not looked to at all on the Steelers' final drive of pouted. that game. Because <laughs> he probably quit and walked away from a block or something, so they froze him out. He was, all he needed was one catch for 
seven yards to uh, to overtake me and win that championship game, and it did not happen on that final drive. I forgot that that's what happened, but it haunts my friend Steve to this day. So and I you feel sorry, pretty Steve. good about that. I feel great, just about like it. all of those near death experiences <laughs> yes. in the guillotine this year. <laughs> yes, everybody hates you. Damn, they hate you. <laughs> I had a I had a championship game. This is probably about. I could could look it up. It had to be sometime 20, 2012, 2013, 2014, around that range. And the Broncos were playing the Bengals on Monday Night Football. And Peyton, Man- and Peyton Manning was my quarterback, but he kept throwing interceptions. <laughs> and so he would get, he would get, you know, so many yards. And then he would throw a pick, and I would be losing again. He would get so many yards, and I'd be winning. And then he'd throw a pick, and I'd be losing. And it, it happened. And I kid you not, I can look up the box score here in a bit. It's it's one of the one of the matchups they had. I swear he had, he was picked off three or four times that night. But it is crazy. Like, and and of course, as time goes on, maybe you embellish it just like the fish you caught ten years ago is now, you know, <laughs> you know this big. It's a little so, bit worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I just I do remember the back and forth of of these late games. We're gonna have them next week as well in week sixteen, and then in week seventeen. The championship, but uh, we have our regular league, or my you know my longtime league that I talk about. It's the end of the regular season, so playoff berths are on the line this week, and these are the the things that you can remember. Yeah, it all comes stuff. back to get you right. There's always that catch that wasn't, and you start thinking back of a, a tough loss even earlier in the season, right? Week three, week four. It's like if that would have gone right, or you know whatever one lineup change you didn't make. That's the the beauty of it. Uh, and the agony of it. So you actually do get a little bit of that actual ownership slash coaching experience that you can then, uh, you know, kill yourself over. And maybe you've got friends and family that do their best to remind you of them as well. Oh, yeah. It's it's the worst. All right. So it was 2014. The Broncos lost to the Bengals 37-28. to 28. Peyton Manning's stats on the night, 28-44, of 44, 311 yards, two touchdowns, four interceptions <laughs> i'm telling you i knew it was bad i knew it wasn't good but he just <laughs> i mean yeah it was one of the sticks sticks in your mind uh good times all right well i i don't even guys i gotta be honest i don't even know if i should be happy or or sad as a seahawks fan you know because this is great moment how awesome 92 yards drew lock you're seven and seven, and then you think back. Well, you probably should have beat the Rams. You know where was sure. You know in in that game, and and now the Rams are sitting there with a tiebreaker over you, and you, the Rams have a situation now, quite honestly, where they could face the 49ers in Week 18, and the Niners will have nothing to play for. Mm-hmm. You know, and even though they're rivals, I don't know how much of your San Francisco, how much you want to put on the line, which is something that we can dive into in the podcast as well, because now the Niners are sitting there, sitting pretty in the uh, yeah. in the NFC with that eleven and three mark and tiebreakers over both of these squads that uh, both the Cowboys and Eagles. So uh, maybe the Lions make a push. Who knows what ends up happening, but. Yeah, just uh, you know, as you look as you look down the next couple of weeks, now you're gonna have to start wondering about sitting players as well. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that because I mean the 49ers is interesting, right? The relationship with the coaches, and we go through all of that. But you know, I, I just remind folks, you know, when when you go down in those situations, like say it would be a situation whereby a 49ers loss lets the Rams in. 
Bears did that once upon a time with the Packers. Packers won the Super Bowl. Sure. <laughs> they came back and beat them in the <laughs> NFC title game. And then I watched the Packers win the Super Bowl in Dallas. So I, I've been there. I've, been, I've seen that page. Bursch usually gives like the, hmm, like, yeah, like he agrees. As a Packers fan, that was like a, hmm. It was like a higher octave. It was a higher <laughs> note as a Pac- Packers fan listening to Mike Harmon uh, talk about those memories. <laughs> merely, uh, uh, merely acknowledging. See you now, Bersh. Harmon's going to have his waiver wire pickups for Week 16 coming up in a little bit. Also, uh, at some point, whether it be this episode or the next, I'm curious on who you guys think is the most important fantasy player coming down the stretch. So put that in your hopper. We'll think about that. Uh, Hit Mike up again at Swollen Dome. Find Ryan at Ryan Bershinger. You can find me at Dan Bayer on Fox. We look back at week 15 as a whole next year on I Want Your Flex. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. All right, let's look in the rearview mirror. Hit Mike up at Swollen Dome. Find me at Dan Bayer on Fox. And, of course, the executive producer is Ryan Bershinger. Find him at Ryan Bershinger. We can 
you know, trouts all the way back to Thursday, Mike. Uh, you know, are we now finding are we now finding value in the Raiders? Is there any value to have in the Chargers in a game where there's 84 points? It's kind of crazy to think that just maybe one of the squads just may not be worth dealing with for the rest of the season. Easton stick for your daily league because they've given up because they got Buffalo coming to town this week. Ah, uh, yes. Right, so deep league Saturday night. Saturday night game. So for daily fantasy, he's going to keep chucking it. And maybe it's the Isaiah Spiller time. Not Miller time, Spiller time. Uh, we watched that. I mean, Austin Eckler had his five for nine yards before uh, things really went to hell, and that was the end of it. Uh, obviously, the firing and change out of, of everything there. But uh, for otherwise, yeah, no. Uh, Joshua Palmer, maybe. But 79 of his 113 yards came on the one play. Broken coverage, standing by himself. Yeah. So, you know, in terms of, of value, no. I, I don't know that I can trust really anybody in a straight fantasy setup at this point. On the Raiders' side of things, Zamir White, if Josh Jacobs can't go again, and you're always going to play Adams, but the other guys, no. I mean, Jacoby Myers, yeah, he got to have some fun and whatever. Two catches, 32 yards. Uh, Mayer is moderately interesting because the tight end position has been such a cesspool. But do you trust it? Like, this was the big breakout. And it had to happen in an absolute quit situation for the Chargers. Yeah. And Trey Tucker's not going to run past everybody like he did a a disinterested Chargers secondary either. You know, I think in in not from a Chargers perspective, but the, the team talking about here, a lot of times as you're planning your lineup, looking for the playoffs, you're like, okay, I want to get this guy. I want to get this back up. want to handcuff this or figure it out. The Chargers are, are just so downright depleted at the most important places that, you know, there's diminishing returns at every point. And you were talking about Palmer's numbers being, you know, very misleading on, on how he accumulated his. I just I – couldn't, I couldn't trust anything with that. The flip side of it with the Raiders – I don't know what to trust either mm-hmm. because of what happened against Minnesota. And then obviously it was completely different for what you had uh, against the Chargers. And now you head on the road. You've got the Chiefs who are playing for something. You've got the Colts who are playing some- for something. Obviously the Raiders are playing for something. But I just don't know on you know where the value is there, as, as you mentioned, white in for the injured Josh Jacobs. But you know, like even, a, you know, Devontae Adams, who there's no way you can bench. I just don't know what you're going to expect from the wide receiver, considering what we've seen from the Raiders these last two games. Yeah, from him, I'd be banking on back end two and just hope things break right. Mm-hmm. Right. That I get my volume and, and maybe I get my my touchdown opportunity. But if nothing else, we know we're going to get our eight to 12 targets. Yeah. And all we can hope for is opportunity. You know, because he's not an idiot like Josh McDaniels. Didn't he tell us that at the uh, presser? <laughs> uh, uh, in, in, in some I'm kind sorry. of words like that. <laughs> uh, I'm still looking at the Chargers side of this and just this collapse from Austin Eckler and just how terrible it is. Like it, it's, it's really baffling. He just simply doesn't look like the same running back. You look at the first half of the season, he was – carrying fantasy teams yeah he was banged up in the first couple weeks but then he had a he had a a great run of a few games which reminded you why you took him in the first round and then ever since uh week 11 he has finished outside of the top 30 with the exception of 
the Broncos game a couple weeks ago. Every other every other week, he's running back 31, 33, 34. Uh, he was able to get into the end zone against the Broncos. He had five catches in that game. So uh, his points were there, but he still did not look like the same running back. And it's tough because you're looking at the schedule going, all right, well, it was the Raiders. Like, he's going to play well against the Raiders, right? No, he was awful. Uh, and then the Bills and the Broncos again. Like, these are teams that you can run on, but you, you can't feel good at all about playing Eckler now because of just how poorly he has looked i know there's a lot to take from saturday uh i i think i I don't think denver's a good football team uh i think that they are good enough to be where they are right now i just i don't think that they're they're a good football team but i do feel that the lions kind of got some of their footing back i'm curious this this matchup that they've got against the vikings coming up this weekend is so intriguing to me but everybody is feeding in Detroit, everybody everybody ate on Saturday night. I mean, it was Goff, it was Laporta, it was St. Brown, it was Jameer Gibbs. I mean, there was, you know, all around everywhere. As we look back on the week, that was another takeaway from mine. I, maybe the Bears just kind of have their number, Mike, and, and maybe, you know, the Bears are – well, I shouldn't say maybe because they are better than they're better than they were the first half of the season. Absolutely, hundred percent. But it also may be a certain number thing. But with you have the Lions, you have the Cowboys coming up, which I think could be an amazingly high-scoring affair. Uh, even though these teams do have defenses that that could get stops, I could totally see Dak throwing for three hundred yards and Jared Goff, you know, going toe to toe. I love this Lions stretch with this game against the Vikings indoors. Um, you know, so when they're going on the road, you're still playing indoors and you're going to play on the fast track in, with Dallas. But I loved what happened on Saturday night from anybody who has any shares on any Detroit Lions, just from uh, that perspective. Yeah, they got they ate uh, as I steal the term from the kids. Uh, is for Denver the curiosity of you know three straight road games? I I I thought it'd be a close game, and actually that maybe they'd be able to gut one out. And instead they got run over, and all my buddies in Denver got real quiet. Right? They got really chesty when the Raiders beat up on the Chargers, and then they went and got actually absolutely housed mm-hmm. in this one. So again, the schedule sucks as it is. I hate this, you know, division sandwich division thing to end the season based on the way injuries and everything affected, but it is what it is. Um, opportunity here, you know, Minnesota will be aggressive, so it'll be curious, can they get to golf? That was one thing Denver was not able to do, right? Clean pocket for Jared Goff uh, all day long, and the running backs really got after it, both Gibbs and Montgomery, obviously Gibbs more so, but you're looking at, you know, speed being the factor, and for Jared Goff, pressure was off, right? Bears did a good job of pressuring him. The Packers, uh, as much as we've kind of mocked their defense at times, and hell, Lafleur did it, did it in his presser, right? I mean, he, this, it's the year of just calling everybody out. There's no filter on anybody anymore, which is good and bad, uh, because I'd love to be in those locker rooms. We don't get to see those secondary conversations, uh, but you know, ball security being number one for Goff, he's able to put up stuff like this. And Laporta, I mean, just you look at him going forward, he's now tight end one. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, not just for this year, but if you're starting to look for rankings for next year, he's the top guy now. I, I so kick myself because prior to our trade deadline, I had Evan Ingram, and I may have talked about it on this podcast. Uh, he didn't have a great uh, night on Sunday night against the Ravens. 
but he was uh, really good the previous two weeks, and he had to be. Heck, it was about time. You know, and it mm-hmm. took him forever. You know, to finally get into the end zone, and then he scores three times in the in the span of two weeks. So, I was I was happy with my patience, happy with my decision. But then I thought about it because I'm like, that was going to be my upgrade. I was like, okay, I'm trying to get Laporta and uh, maybe move on from Engram. I have shares in, I had shares of Engram in every league because nobody wanted them, and it paid off. But to your point, Mike, like, gosh, it, it's it's crazy on how easy it makes it or he makes it look mm-hmm. with what they do when that offense is rolling. And I don't see – a change, especially now if the Vikings are going to be blitzing the heck out of Jared Goff, that ball's going to have to come out quick, and I think Sam Laporta is going to be a, you know, a key recipient of that. Yeah, he feasts, and I would think a lot of short, intermediate yak opportunities for St. Brown. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's it. And then Gibbs out of the backfield a bunch. So, uh, I would expect to see that, but opportunity, you know, going back to that Saturday game, you know, get on board the the Denver bandwagon and people were, were believing. I, I still was a Russell Wilson skeptic, and I will remain that uh, forever and a day uh, as Jerry Judy once again. I mean, he got 74 yards. I mean, that was good. But, sure. uh, you know, and Cortland Sutton is 5 for 71. But as soon as little Jordan Humphrey uh, scored the touchdown, I just threw my hands up. <laughs> <laughs> not to mention. That was a heck of a touchdown. Know, yeah. Uh, no, it was great. Yeah. Not, not to mention their uh, red zone inefficiencies that we referenced a little bit earlier. You know, Russ maybe getting to the line too fast to not allow for a proper review of the Williams would-be touchdown. And then being called for the offensive offside, which I think we can, as, as a group stipulate, nobody saw it. But you Yeah, know. No, nobody was <laughs> offsides. Uh, crazy. Yeah, and that's the biggest takeaway from it. But there's just, you know, I in a way, I... <laughs> Sounds stupid, but um, I think you're playing Cortland Sutton, but yeah. it's I feel like he's uh, touchdown dependent because I don't think you're gonna, you're not going to get 11 catches for 140 yards in that offense. No, it's and, and Javante Williams, like I, I trusted him one more time. Shame on me. Uh, <laughs> he's 12 for 27, and you know P Ryan gets a carry, and then McLaughlin was back out there, like. Nope. Uh, you, you fooled me once. You will not get me again. Burst, what stood out for you in week 15 from that slate? Uh, from that slate, I mean, relating it to Jared Goff, uh, so in, in one league, I started Sam Howell over Jared Goff. And uh, you look at the matchups going into the week, and it was totally defensible, right? Like, I mean, the, the Broncos have, a, have a, actually a decent secondary. Uh, Goff has been kind of up and down in, in, you know, over the last few weeks. And that uh, Commanders-Rams game, very high uh, point total. It felt like a game where, where guys would be able to, to rack up points pretty easily. Terry McLaurin had a great day. But uh, Sam Howell wasn't the only one throwing to him because at at one point they had to bring in Jacoby Brissett, That's and right. <laughs> and you have Sam Howell finishes with eight points. Uh, so it was not a not a good day for me there. But uh, I I think that is one thing that did uh, stand out to me is is Sam Howell is it feels like he's very much reverted to like all right this is you know the the kind of the mid round flyer now he's uh, the first half of the season he looked like he was showing flashes where especially as a as a fantasy quarterback was really producing but that was kind of buoyed by some uh, some uh, rushing touchdowns uh, but overall that offense I mean you know not having Brian Robinson hurts them as well uh, but yeah the fact that that Sam Howell doesn't feel like a good start anymore is is rather unfortunate. 
And Curtis Samuel can score as well. That's a, you know, as he said, Mike brought up the Terry McLaurin cardio thing, Ryan, when you were you were out on vacation. At some point, you thought that he would break, you know, at least be back again. But there was nothing on that slate that made you think that he was going to do what he did in Week 15. Mm-hmm. So, hundred uh, percent. So yeah, and then obviously, uh, all we talk about in Pittsburgh and Indianapolis is uh, the Pittsburgh players one by one quitting. Sure. And now uh, for Christmas weekend, we get Mason Rudolph. I mean, how perfect is that? <laughs> <laughs> it, does, it does work out. Won't you Although, guide my playoff hopes? <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's the first game on Saturday, Bengals and Steelers, and uh, leading into Bills and Chargers. I know the NFL wish that uh, maybe you had uh, a few different names starting at quarterback. But, hey, we've got Josh Allen, and that's uh, what we're going to have to enjoy. I'll give you one quick takeaway that I had from week 15. Yep. I don't know if it's – I don't think it's crazy. Maybe I'm maybe I'm late to the party, guys. But it's more about solidifying this guy's spot. I think Rasheed Rice is Patrick Mahomes' guy. 100%. And, and now that you've seen this is the fourth straight game where he is at either nine or ten targets, and we're talking a few weeks back against the Raiders in that win in Las Vegas – eight receptions on 10 targets the next week against green bay eight receptions on nine targets the loss to buffalo seven receptions on 10 targets and then against the patriots nine catches nine targets that score that emergence of rasheed rice and again i the other three weeks maybe was the emergence guys but for some reason it was just what he did the perfect game, if you will, the nine for nine, just seemed to really solidify that he is—he is now the guy the Chiefs have kind of wanted ever since Tyreek Hill left. He may not be—he may not be Tyreek Hill, but he's at least that guy that Patrick Mahomes can trust. Yeah, Dan, as you as you teased in our next episode, we'll talk about the uh, most important guys down the stretch here. He was somebody as, uh, that I was eyeing as somebody who's who's going to be highly important down the stretch because as just as you said, he is he has taken on a, a huge target share suddenly. He's he's seen clearly as trusted by Mahomes, and when it's four games in a row, that shows you this is not a fluke. Uh, he's he's coming on strong, and uh, the the matchups are there for him. Uh, I would expect that to continue for Rishi Rice. Yeah, you just put the ball in his hands. I mean, you can't trust anybody else. I mean, you saw the yeah. tip ball interception once again, and Mahomes, like, some he needs some somebody to talk to. Like, so, someone's got to be able to let him uh, vent, and and maybe maybe his wife's hanging out with Taylor too much, so he doesn't have that at home. I, no, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but clearly, you know the the season as frustrating as it has been offensively to find that second guy, right, Sky Moore. Uh, now goes to IR, so not that guy. Uh, this week we had the reemergence a little bit of Clyde Edwards-Alaire <laughs> to taunt us once again. I was going to say it. I, if you didn't bring it up, I was going to. So there he is. So there he Man. is with Pacheco sidelined, and obviously we'll keep an eye on everything as the week goes on. But, yeah, you, you got the, the chaos there. But, yeah, when you, when you look at it, Rice – has become that number two guy to Kelsey, and and you you've seen some of the the places that Mahomes has trusted him to go make a play, right? As, as well, not just targets, but where they are situationally in games, I think is a big step forward. Uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't say you know same old Dallas Cowboys uh, and their trash <laughs> effort, uh, getting run over by James Cook and everybody else. Josh Allen saying, "I I got the." the A in the project and did nothing 
Uh, we referenced it a little bit before the Baltimore-Jacksonville game. Jacksonville, I mean, like everybody looks at it as you know, total blowout. And, and look, Trevor Lawrence's ball security is absolutely horrid. Uh, but, you know, he had makeable field goals, put you in the game, and uh, and then maybe you, you call the second half differently, but uh, it's one that gets away and gets chaotic. So you got that. Uh, my my pick for the uh, the guy that we'll have to uh, focus on is the guy everybody's got uh, for fantasy purposes as an MVP. Uh, and then I just want to say one more time, Darnell Mooney, nice work. <laughs> Hit Mike up at Swollen Dome. Get Ryan at Ryan Bershing. You can find me at Dan Bayer on Fox. We'll wrap up this episode of I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon's waiver wire suggestions. Plus, uh, there's been one listener to the podcast that has been uh, riding this wave of success, and his, his undefeated season almost came to a crashing halt Ooh. thanks to moi. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about it next year And I Want Your Flex. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Week 16 is here. Maybe it's playoff time for you. Mike Harmon's going to give you the guys that you need to pick up, waiver wire-wise, in week 16. It's the wishing, wanting, hoping, right? Either daily fantasy where you're trying to extend your fantasy life because we only have three more weeks, uh, but hopefully playing meaningful football. And if you got down to this, opportunity presents itself. Ty Chandler, we've talked about a bunch, finally got an opportunity and really made the most of it. Now he has a home date against Detroit this week. Detroit uh, dominated Denver 
Uh, but it is look, it's an indoor game. We know they play well uh, and on the fast track. But Chandler with opportunity, uh, he's got speed, can get to the outside, maybe give you a couple of big hits. Uh, don't expect Madison to challenge for the uh, top spot again if he is available at all. Uh, Tyler Algier, much to the chagrin of those Bijan Robinson owners, uh, he had himself a big day. Uh, I know Robinson owners may not be playing anymore uh, after that effort in week 15. So uh, that one certainly hurts Trey Sermon. He pains me, but he uh, he was on the the opportunity for him uh, with the injury to Zach Moss. Wouldn't expect Moss to be back. Uh, with the extent that they said the uh, the injury was. So here's an opportunity against Atlanta. Uh, they've been pretty generous to runners, so you have that. And Zamir White, keeping an eye on the Josh Jacobs injury situation. Again, it's all about opportunities. If we get touches, uh, it's a matter of what they can do with them. All we can do is try to put you in the best position. Derek Carr, the trust issue is always going to be here with him. Uh, played well. Opportunity on a short week, the Thursday game against the Rams. Both teams vying for playoff berths, so uh, we should at least get one of those full tilt efforts. But short week, curious to see how it plays out. We finally got a little bit of Juwan Johnson back in, so maybe for your tight end position, you roll the dice there. Uh, but Taysom Hill, they'll need him if to be a bigger factor, uh, which may take away some of those red zone opportunities, so that may be crushing, but... Look, again, we're, we're trying to find the diamonds in the rough given all the injuries and other issues here. How about Baker Mayfield against Jacksonville? Uh, third most generous team to opposing quarterbacks here. And, I mean, it's Baker Mayfield. Wouldn't you want to say you won a playoff game with Baker Mayfield in 2023? I would. Uh, likewise, Gardner Minshew. Uh, Atlanta uh, giving up the 12th most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks on the year. So uh, an opportunity there. Strange bedfellows here uh, as we get down to it. I'll tell you what, Scott has been a longtime listener of this podcast. Scott went into his playoffs unbeaten. Okay, so he's a perfect, perfect unblemished record. And he reached out to me and said, hey, who do you like in week 15? And of course, I told him to bench Jordan Addison. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? You know, why wouldn't you? Right. You know, just going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Why? Why would Jordan Addison do anything? I was like, play Odell Beckham Jr. You know, there's this is this is an opportunity for the Ravens on Sunday night to go to Jacksonville and kind of strut their stuff. And OBJ on Sunday night football can do his thing. And I'm saying, hey, OBJ in uh, go to the bench. Not only that, I thought Calvin Ridley was a good play. So I got screwed by the replay that we talked yeah. about earlier um thank goodness that scott has christian mccaffrey kyron williams and jalen hurts on his team uh because my advice to him was awful and i told him to bench zach moss and i i felt bad about it but zach moss getting hurt i was like i know he scored a touchdown but at least he wasn't playing the rest of the game so my advice couldn't have been that awful because i told him to take deandre swift who by the way loves to get down to the one yard line and uh, (laughs) score uh, and then let jalen hurts do the uh, brotherly shove so it was just an all-around bad choice oh by the way the viking i did tell him to play was tj hawkinson so it was just it was an all-around awful awful advice weekend but scott actually sent a tweet as we were recording the first segment and said that he won by less than two points so he's on to the championship game with a perfect record hopefully it doesn't end like the patriots and we can get 72 dolphins but uh scott a loyal listener to the program has made it to the championship game with an unblemished record 
Uh, no, I, the Addison thing I think was was good advice. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> like he'd been he disappeared for a month. Yeah, more than a month. Yeah, I mean targets in that game against Chicago, but it yielded six for thirty nine. Yeah, he's. Nah. You also asked about Noah Brown. Yeah, you know, yeah, and and <laughs> like I said, strange bedfellows in week fifteen. Seriously, yeah. I should have known that they were since there are no remaining Texans receivers that maybe Noah Brown would have been the uh, would have been the play. But uh, yeah, it was just craziness, and and we've talked about this before. Of guys, you sometimes just cheer for your own predictions and sure. own advice so somebody else doesn't get screwed mm. i didn't care about my own fantasy team i was so like i'm like geez poor scott he had a perfect record <laughs> you know thank god he's got three of the biggest studs you know in fantasy football to help him carry the mm. way but uh uh it's fun that's why this when we have people interact with us it's fun to be along for the ride uh there are sometimes people tell us that we're idiots but it's also nice when people reach out and say hey they appreciate it and he's listened to our stuff all season long and hey if you're unbeaten uh, we did something right along the way well the the other thing though dan is is i have always to try to come to grips with the amount of wrong advice and hot takes in this business long ago i decided from the fantasy side if i convinced you to change your lineup one way or another i must have made a compelling argument sure right so if the guy then doesn't get the opportunity because they fumble twice in the first two possessions and they're down 14 nothing so that running back never sees the ball again because he can't catch the ball out of the backfield and and so they need to go to the other guy i mean there's really not a whole lot i can do after that so at least that's how I try to sleep at night. <laughs> There's uh, oh gosh, and that was on a Saturday. This stuff, you know, Addison in the end zone. <laughs> I was running around doing stuff, and it's like this rookie gets into the end zone again. And I look, at, you know, that's the alert on my phone because the NFL likes to tease you with oh, that stuff. Sure. And I'm like, I <laughs> click think I know in, who Dan. Click about. in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> was, but that oh, game did man. not play out like anything like you no. would have anticipated either like no. fantastic game uh, a lot of thrills mm-hmm. but yeah six yeah. for 111 and two no chance in hell like no. hell he hadn't gotten to those i mean you could take his last three weeks and he didn't get there yardage wise plus with jefferson back yeah. and like you know mullins getting the start and you know hawkinson seemed like such of the perfect uh security blanket uh, but it ended, it ended up working well. Hey, can I um, grab one more uh, waiver wire guy that yeah. I forgot? Yeah, Ty J. Right Spears, because Derrick Henry sounded like a broken man <laughs> after that week 15 uh, bomb effort and making me look stupid. <laughs> and I could throw out a waiver ad as we're going into you know another playoff matchup here, looking at defenses. Uh, the, uh, the, the Denver Broncos have the Patriots this week. Just played the the Lions. They're owned in only fifteen percent of leagues. So uh, the Broncos would be a great play uh, if you're looking to to uh, gain an edge on defense. Here's my favorite Derrick Henry stuff from this week. Derrick Henry had a long of six yards rushing. Okay, that was his that was his long on sixteen carries. So take away the six that he got on that one carry, he would have fifteen carries for three yards. Yeah. Uh, amazing wow reception wise his longest reception three yards so if you took away just that long reception he had three catches for negative two yards (laughs) on four targets amazing i I just amazingly bad for derrick henry (laughs) i I just and and he has a reason to 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 feel broken it it hasn't been there there's there's been no derrick henry 72 yard touchdown run this season 
and they're eliminated, and I think that he sees the writing on the wall. Well, and Will Levis is hurt now, right? Mm-hmm. High ankle sprain, so uh, now we, we shuffle quarterbacks once again. Uh, I don't root for anyone's injury, you know, at all, and that stinks because he's a fun player to watch, but the gall to wear those Euler uniforms against the Texans. <laughs> Everybody in Houston just had to be up in freaking arms over that. Uh, all right, they look good. They did. They actually looked really good. Uh, they they always do, that baby blue. Uh, love you, blue. Uh, the Texans did a good job trolling it, though, as well. Uh, they turned the Titan logo, turned it upside down, turned it into an L, and then poured oil all over it. So good job to the uh, to the graphics department there in Houston. All right, so that's going to do it for I Want Your Flex. Coming up, it is Christmas week, but we're going to be here with episodes uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. It's winning time, so we want to get your uh, your championships set. So for Ryan Bershinger and Mike Harmon, I'm Dan Beyer. We will talk to you next time here on I Want Your Flex. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.